um, you know, meditation is the effect is cumulative. And mm -hmm. the first time that I meditated, it was like they kicked the door into the other side. They're like, she's ready. Mm -hmm. <laughs> of the revolutionary, right? Much like in a startup. Yes, man, and, and let's get some of our old soldiers back out. Musicians to be professional. They know how to talk. And help them wake up happy. It's not about a rectangle and a price. Hi, right, y'all. Tune in for another episode of Bank That Radio Show. I'm your host, Andreas, and I have another interview being brought via Zoom, uh, courtesy of Podmatch. So, if anybody out there, you know, hit me up and I'll give you the link for Podmatch if you want to get more guests for your platform. But I have June Edward, who is a platform psychic medium, uh, passed away at the age of 27 and came back by her choice uh one i want to get into that i've uh, <laughs> talked to a lot of different people here recently who have had that type of experience um she has worked on many person uh, missing person cases as well as consulted uh, with many well-known paranormal groups and authors she's an author and teacher of psychic and mediumship development where she crafted uh, i'm sorry created Relationships Mastery Program, which teaches people how to change their energy, learn their five love lessons, repair their relationships, and magnetize anyone or anything into their lives. So thank you, June, for coming on. Thanks for having me. Yeah, uh, I think that's a uh, that's a lot to the to define. And um I I love like the what is it, the law of attraction, where you know, you visualize it, you put it out there. You also work for it too, though. Well, there's a lot more to the law of attraction. And I do teach the law of attraction as part of my relationship mastery program. Mm -hmm. the, the, the trick to the law of attraction is many people can teach it, but they don't teach you how to maintain it. Mm -hmm. And many people will try to work the law of attraction mm -hmm. and everything in the universe has to stay in balance. So once you get, once you raise your vibration and you have that high and you're attracting mm -hmm. things into your life, mm -hmm. if you don't balance your energy, you crash and you lose it all. Oh, wow. Well, see, everything I mean, has I, to stay in balance. <laughs> I, I didn't even think about that part of it. So, yeah. yeah. So uh, it's also uh, reminds me of that program I saw on uh, Netflix like years ago, The Secret. So right. it is very... Yeah. Uh, so balancing your energy is a little difficult, right? That's why I created a seven-week program to teach many things, including that. Um, and, you know, a lot of my students had to do mm -hmm. the program two or three times because it's a lot mm -hmm. of work. It's a lot of change. It's a lot of digesting different things. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I think people don't realize how much work thing it takes to get to somewhere. You know, sometimes I think uh, a lot of people's misconception about anything in life is like more of a cookie cutter approach. And I'm like, you can't do that when you want quality stuff. Well, you know, the universe rewards work. If mm -hmm. you want the reward, you have to do the work no matter what that is. And mm -hmm. you can change anything in your life in six weeks. If you were a heavy smoker and you wanted to quit for the rest of your life and you found the right program and did it every day, you could quit mm -hmm. for the rest of your life in six weeks. Any idea why that works? Mm. Because your brain is nothing more than a computer. Mm -hmm. And it rewires your brain. So that's what mm -hmm. I do is I basically teach people how energy works mm -hmm. and how the universe works. And I unteach them what they think they know. And I teach them how it really works. 
Mm. So it Is doesn't it? take it doesn't take mm -hmm. years to change your life. It literally mm -hmm. takes six to seven weeks, and you can change your entire life. Wow. I imagine that you, uh, when you're re, like you said, you're teaching people to unlearn what they've learned and to reteach them. Uh, does that, uh, is that a little stressful at times for you? Not for me. I love what I do. It can be a little stressful for them because it's like banging their head against the wall. What do you mean? I always thought I was supposed to do this. What do you mean? I always thought I was supposed to do this. No, 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 no. What is that getting you? You keep doing the same thing. You keep getting the same results, right? Exactly. <laughs> So let's talk about your, uh, you dying and then your choice to come back. Um, what, what pushed you over the edge to where you was like medically, you know, deceased? so I had, um, injured my back when I was 22 shortly after mm -hmm. I was married mm -hmm. and, um, I had two children, which mm -hmm. was very strenuous on my back. I was in bed the last three months of both of them. And I, needed to have surgery and i was mm. definitely afraid i knew that if i went in for the surgery i was going to die i just mm. knew it and that's your soul when mm -hmm. you have that knowing that's your soul mm -hmm. and i wanted to have a third child i was told that if i wanted to have another child i have to have the surgery or they're going mm -hmm. to be picking pieces out of my back mm -hmm. so the night before the surgery you know i went in and i told my family look i i think i'm going to die and they're like oh you're just afraid don't worry you'll be fine blah 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 Mm -hmm. and um, the night before the surgery, they did an MRI test with um, a contrast dye. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. And I told them I thought I was allergic to it, and mm -hmm. they poo-pooed it off and said, oh, that's a common reaction, happens to everybody, and mm -hmm. I'm 27, what do I know? I'm not the doctor, right? Mm -hmm. So as soon as they injected me, I literally died, and mm -hmm. I immediately went to heaven. I, mm -hmm. And I've since learned where I went was the fifth dimension, which is the lowest level of heaven. Mm -hmm. And I had a full life review, which less than 10% of the people that die and come back could get to that level and have a full life review. Mm -hmm. And I was told that it was not my time. I could mm -hmm. stay if I wanted to, or I could come back. It was my choice. Mm -hmm. And it was a difficult choice. I won't lie. It was, it's amazing on the other side. Absolutely mm -hmm. incredible. Mm -hmm. And I remembered that one of the biggest reasons that I came here in this lifetime was for my children. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I made the decision that I was going to come back, I was immediately back in my body. Mm. And I hadn't had my third son yet. So if I hadn't come back, he wouldn't be here. Yeah. Um, so I spoke with another guest um, a couple of weeks ago, and she said um, she had her experience of dying and coming back. She said, uh, like, you know, she remembers like the transition of getting to where she went to. And that it was like, you know, shooting through like the stars, at, uh, like a real rapid speed and then she spoke with the individual and then she also said she had a life review as well and when she came back she said uh when she entered uh back into her body that it was a, like very like overwhelming sensation um and it's like something she had never like felt before did you have any well that type it's interesting of because you know when you look at quantum physics and the speed of light right it's over mm -hmm. 300 million miles a second Mm -hmm. And when your soul, which is pure energy, goes into that light, you're traveling mm -hmm. at 300 million miles a second. Mm -hmm. And there is no body on the other side. So there's no, um, you know, there's there's no weight. There's no, there's no worry. There's just, you know, you, the two things you take with you are your knowledge mm -hmm. and your feelings. 
Okay. Mm. And I used to say love, but you know, I'm a medium and I bring souls through from the other side all the time. And some Mm. of them are angry. Some of them are sad. Some of them are Mm -hmm. remorseful. So it's Mm -hmm. our feelings actually that we're bringing. And for me, I was just feeling pure love being there. Mm -hmm. And when you come back into your body now at that speed, Mm -hmm. you're, you're still at a higher vibration, but now you're stuck in this 3d reality. Mm-hmm. You know, for anyone that's seen the movie Avatar, I'm sure you've seen that, right? Mm-hmm. I thought that was amazing when they came out with that. I was so thrilled. I'm like, oh, my God, this is the closest that I can tell people what mm-hmm. it's really like. Mm-hmm. Because we aren't the suit that sits here. We're the soul, the energetic soul that's inside. Mm-hmm. And when you go to sleep at night, your energetic vibration actually rises and more mm-hmm. of your soul leaves your body. Mm-hmm. And when you get up in the morning, we're just here playing a role. It's like mm-hmm. we're all in a movie and this is mm-hmm. the role we pl- chose to play. Um, and you're kind of like stuck here playing this role. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people that come back from this experience commit suicide because mm-hmm. they can't get that euphoric feeling back from being on the other side. It's the highest high you've ever had in your life. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you that through meditation, when you get in touch with your soul, Mm -hmm. And most of your soul isn't in this body. Most of your soul is in the fifth dimension, Mm -hmm. which is the lowest level. When you're connecting to that part of it, you've got that feeling back again. And -hmm. you're accessing all the knowledge of all your lifetimes. It's absolutely incredible. No, um, I've I've thought about that, like whole reincarnation and all that. Um, And like I've uh, growing I don't think I've even told people this, but like growing up and going through different experiences, I felt like I would get a glimpse of things from the past and like, why would I know this? Or why I'm familiar with this? You're tapping into your soul. Your soul has all the knowledge of all your lifetimes. Mm -hmm. So your soul, like I said, is too big for this body. So some of Mm -hmm. it's stuffed in your body. Some Mm -hmm. of it is over your head that people can see, which they call an aura. That's part Mm -hmm. of your soul. That's right outside your body. And Mm -hmm. the rest of it is in the fifth dimension. Mm -hmm. So when you are in touch with your soul, that knowing Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. is, where you're getting these glimpses mm-hmm. and sometimes it's like a deja vu there's you yes. know we reincarnate oh my goodness yeah yes. we reincarnate lifetime to lifetime with the same people okay mm-hmm. every archangel has a soul group and mm-hmm. there's millions of people in your soul group but as my book all's fair in love and karma sometimes mm-hmm. you're collecting karma or sometimes you're paying back your karma Mm -hmm. And you may have lived in the same area. You may have experienced some of the same things. Mm -hmm. So your soul is recognizing that Mm -hmm. in this lifetime and in this body. Mm -hmm. And that's why you have that deja vu. Mm -hmm. Okay. So let's go into that then as far as like kinship of people, relationships, right? Um, One, I love one of the things that you uh, wrote is uh, what people can take away is like learn how to stop triggering people and move the relationship in a better direction. But before we get into that specific uh, lane, um, do you believe that people are like, you know, have kindred spirits or like, can you be so in tune with another person that you can feel what they're feeling? Oh, absolutely. Everybody has. So everyone's born with psychic ability and mediumship ability. Okay, mm-hmm. It's like playing a piano. Mm-hmm. Some people sit down and just play Mozart. Some people mm-hmm. can apply themselves and learn a few songs. Mm-hmm. Other people really want to learn it and they can be a concert pianist. Mm-hmm. And then you always have the child prodigy. That's what I was like and sit down and play Mozart. Mm-hmm. Um, but everyone has those abilities and can develop those abilities. So thoughts are things where your thoughts mm-hmm. go, your energy flows. Okay. So I guarantee you, if you're thinking about someone, they're thinking about you. 
Mm-hmm. Everyone's had that experience where they thought about someone and suddenly they either showed up or they called them, correct? Mm-hmm. Ever had that happen? Mm-hmm. That's because your thoughts are things. That's where your energy is going. Yeah. And your pineal gland, if it's not calcified, is what's picking up all those signals, the, that energy from everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it's where you start to see the images that they're putting in your head as well and pictures. So mm-hmm. that that's a lot of your psychic ability right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely, uh, I have opened up more to the ways that we interact with one another later on in life as I was like a little bit more close-minded in my 20s and stuff because I met somebody and from meeting this person, it was an instant connection and I can feel when she's off. She can feel when I'm off. And it's, so you're uh, getting in tune with learning how energy uh-huh, works. Exactly. Everybody walks into a wedding or a birthday party and can feel that high energy, right? Mm-hmm. And you can walk into a funeral or everybody's crying and you feel that low energy. Mm-hmm. Well, this everything is made up of energy. Everything mm-hmm. in the universe is made up of energy. Mm-hmm. And this is, you know, our souls of pure energy. So, for instance, if I'm working on a missing person case. Mm-hmm. Unless the unless the soul comes to me and talks to me to tell me because they want me to know that they've passed to the other side, mm-hmm. if they haven't gone into the light and have higher energy, mm-hmm. they have the same energy as you or I. Mm-hmm. Ghosts that are stuck here have the same energy as a living person. So mm-hmm. they're indistinguishable because it's just energy that I'm reading. Mm-hmm. Unless yeah. they've gone into the light, then they have higher vibration. So your work that you do now, right? It, was that a uh, result of you passing and then starting doing the work or had you so, already tapped into that? I was born with a lot of psychic ability. My mom mm-hmm. apparently was a medium, but I had no idea because when I was 10, my dad kidnapped the youngest of the five children and one of eight and told us mm-hmm. she was crazy and threw us out, which was not the case. Oh, wow. So as a child, my youngest memory was about three years old. I remember Mm -hmm. being in bed and having my name called and getting up, thinking it was my parents calling me and they're fast asleep. Mm -hmm. And then I went back to bed and I started seeing the faces around my room and it was Mm -hmm. really scary. So Mm -hmm. I pulled the covers up over my, you know, pull the sheets up. And then I started seeing the shadows over Mm -hmm. my face. Mm -hmm. Very scary. Mm -hmm. Um, And I would try to block it. They, They pick up on energy as well. And they knew that I was afraid. So mm-hmm. for the most part, they would stay back. Mm-hmm. Um, but then as they got a little bit older, I would know things that were going to happen before they happened. And I would tell other kids in school. And then I get labeled as a freak, which, yeah. you know, I, you know, as a kid, I had nervous habits. I'd bite my nails. I had ticks. Mm-hmm. I would stutter. It was, it was terrible. Mm-hmm. And I blocked it as much as I could as an adult, um, although I was very interested in it. So I would go mm-hmm. on haunted vacations with my husband. I'd go to Alcatraz mm-hmm. and stayed mm-hmm. on the Queen Mary and went there twice and all of, you know, all haunted mm-hmm. things. Um, and when I died and went to the other side, I was one of these people, you know, our beliefs are based on basically what we're taught or what we experience, right? Mm-hmm. Those are, that's mm-hmm. our belief system. And mm-hmm. it doesn't usually change until something happens to change your belief system. Mm-hmm. So I was brought up in a lot of different religions. My mom apparently was searching for answers. So I was Episcopalian, mm-hmm. Baptist, Protestant. Mm-hmm. I was the only non-Catholic in a Catholic school. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it was all just, I was very spiritual. I always knew there was something more, mm-hmm. but I didn't believe in any of this stuff. But if I couldn't mm-hmm. see it and touch it, it wasn't real to me. 
And after I died, I couldn't deny it anymore. I mean, clearly mm -hmm. there is one, no matter what you want to call it, God, source energy, Buddha, mm -hmm. it, Krishna, doesn't matter. There is only one when you get to the other side. Mm -hmm. And it changed my belief system, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then I still was not ready for it. Mm -hmm. um, and about 10 years ago, I was having difficulty in my business. I was going through a second divorce and I was taking mm -hmm. care of my parents that were dying. Mm -hmm. And I went to get some energy work done, some Reiki work mm -hmm. done. And she recommended that I meditate. And I'm like, I can't meditate. I can't shut my brain off enough. I'm running five <laughs> businesses. I'm going through a divorce. This is crazy. Yeah. And sure enough, um, you know, meditation is the effect is cumulative. And mm -hmm. the first time that I meditated, it was like they kicked the door into the other side. They're like, she's ready. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I couldn't shut it off. I was working oh, wow. as a medical esthetician at the time. And the first mm -hmm. person that came in the room, I'm like, uh, did your aunt just die? She's like, yeah, how'd you know that? I'm like, I have no idea how I knew that. I'm like, mm -hmm. did you just clean our house out? She goes, yeah, last weekend. I'm like, oh, did you find one of those sock puppets that looks like a monk monkey from the 1950s? She's like, yeah, we found one in the attic. I'm like, oh my God, what is happening? Mm -hmm. And it just continued and it just mm -hmm. got worse. And then mm -hmm. I had entities following people into the door. I'm like, oh my God. So I, you know, it's the old adage, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Yeah. And I called around everywhere to find people to help me because I didn't know how to turn it off. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people that have a lot of abilities self-medicate, become alcoholics or drug addicts because they think they're crazy. Mm -hmm. And I was I was fortunate that they took me to the right people. And I studied mm -hmm. for a year and a half on how to control my abilities, how to turn it on, how to turn it off, mm -hmm. who I'm talking to. And then mm -hmm. they took over with my education from the other side. Mm -hmm. um, and they've taught me an unbelievable amount of knowledge from the other side. Oh, wow. So it uh, sounds like, you know, you did, a, I guess, a career shift. Um, <laughs> I've done many of those in my lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> so when you when you started to, you know, turn this into a business and put yourself out there, what was the response back from your networking community? So, you know, it's interesting. Um, at the time that my abilities really opened up again, I was running a sports bar and a very large day spa that I owned. Mm -hmm. And I started offering readings to mm -hmm. the clients. I had thousands of clients. So I would put out emails and they would book appointments and I would spend one or two evenings a week, you know, just doing readings and mm -hmm. bringing people through from the other side for them. Mm -hmm. And it was really... Um, People were very interested for the most part. And if they weren't interested, um, I really didn't care, mm -hmm. <laughs> to be honest. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, I had an occasion where, you know, most people that start out in this business, they do card readings at fairs and events and things like that, which I did as well for, you know, this is how you learn. And I did a reading for a woman and her daughter. She was in her 80s and she wanted to talk to her son that had passed away to the other side. Mm -hmm. And... Um, she thought he had committed suicide. He didn't. Uh, she hadn't been able, you know, to talk to him. And this happened like 35, 40 years earlier. And you could see where it just destroyed her life. Mm -hmm. And I asked her, you know, why didn't you go to see somebody like me earlier to bring him through so you could get clarity? Because mm -hmm. he was a mess as well. Mm -hmm. And she told me that she'd gone to see every medium she could find for the last 40 years and no one's ever been able to bring him through. 
Mm. And the entire story of the reading is probably 20 minutes long. It's kind of long. It's unbelievably interesting with the people that came through and her story. But that moment, I knew that what I was doing was what mm -hmm. I was supposed to be doing. And I don't care what anybody thought of me or had to say about me. If mm -hmm. I could have helped this woman 35 or 40 years ago, her life would have been so different. Mm -hmm. She would have had joy in her life. And at the same time, I helped him on the other side because he, mm -hmm. you know, he was so sad and hurt because he knew mm -hmm. that his mother blamed herself. She thought mm -hmm. she drove him to commit suicide and he didn't. It was an accident. Yeah. Wow. So you, you was able to give both of them relief. I was. I was. Absolutely. Um, and being in business my whole life, it's like, you know, what I understand, people are like, oh, you shouldn't charge for your readings. This should be free. Well, you know, when I developed my relationship mastery program, I actually gave it to a couple of military people for free that are having trouble in their marriages. Do you know, neither one of them did the program. It had no value. It mm. has to be an even exchange of energy and money mm -hmm. is energy. That's why mm -hmm. it's called currency. Mm -hmm. And it's what keeps our lives in balance here and teaches you in this lifetime, whether or not you're in balance. Mm -hmm. So everything in this lifetime has to have an even exchange of energy. Mm -hmm. So for people in business, they're afraid to charge the right, you know, amount of money for what it is they do. Mm -hmm. What value are you giving? If you're giving something of value, then you have to have an even exchange, whether it's a barter system or it's money that you're getting for it, because that, mm -hmm. that's your energy, an equal mm -hmm. exchange of energy. Mm -hmm. I definitely love it. Uh, actually, <laughs> I live by that. <laughs> I love it. So when you're helping people with uh, relationships, um, how can people you know, learn how to stop triggering one another and move the relationship in a better direction? So it's interesting, you know, the the book, again, All Spare and Love and Karma lays out mm -hmm. the five lessons that we're here to learn. And it's the why we get into the certain relationships. Why are you with the person that you're with? Mm -hmm. Are you supposed to be teaching them something? Are you supposed to be learning something yourself? Mm -hmm. um, and what's the dynamic? What's happening? Because there's only three different types of relationships. Mm -hmm. There's a karmic relationship, which you're specifically there to learn something or teach someone something and a karmic mm -hmm. relationship doesn't have to be a sexual relationship although many of them are mm -hmm. it could be your boss it could be your parents it could be anybody mm -hmm. but in a karmic relationship it just never really feels comfortable you know mm -hmm. it's like you're always waiting for the other shoe to drop or you're looking mm -hmm. for the red flags all the time mm -hmm. and when one or the other of you learn the lesson the relationship ends immediately. It's like you get up one morning and like, why is this person even in my life? Mm -hmm. And if you've both learned the lesson, it will end amicably. If only mm -hmm. one of you has learned the lesson, it will end, but not amicably. Mm -hmm. And then there's a soulmate relationship. And, mm -hmm. you know, a soulmate feels really good. Like mm -hmm. you asked, you know, mm -hmm. you feel comfortable. You feel mm -hmm. like you've known this person before. You have a great connection. Mm -hmm. um, some of them can move very quickly. Mm -hmm. And again, you're there to learn something or teach something, but it's also there to afford you some love and comfort while you're learning. Mm -hmm. And they, they can last a long time or they can end once you've learned your lesson. It really depends on what you've written into your life plan before you came here. Mm -hmm. That's the determining factor. Mm -hmm. But, you know, everybody's at a different place in their lifetime. Some people mm -hmm. are, you know, souls are more advanced than others. Some people are more advanced on their journey than others. And if you're with someone that's not as advanced on their journey, uh, they can get triggered. I mean, if you're in a relationship with somebody and they're in a bad space, and they're in low energy, 
everything you do triggers them, right? Mm -hmm. so, you, so one of the things you can do is not ask questions. So if even if you walk in and you say, hey, how was your day today? What do you mean? What do you care? You don't care about my day, blah, 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 right? They get very defensive. Mm -hmm. If you walked in and just said, hey, you know, I hope you had a great day today. Um, you know, mine wasn't too bad. Now they have to stop and think for a second. Hmm, he, he hopes I had a great day. He's not asking, hopes I had a great, well, you know, it, it wasn't as good as I expected it to be, but they're not going to come back defensively and attack you. Mm. There's a difference between making mm -hmm. a statement and asking a question. Mm -hmm. I love that. Um, so you're doing this work and then you become you, uh, an author. What, what inspired or what was the, you know, seed of inception okay. to go on that route? So, you know, I started writing my autobiography probably 30, 35 or 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as my kids were getting older, once in a while, one would find it on my computer. And I really didn't want my kids knowing the life that I had growing up. It was a very, very difficult life. Mm -hmm. So I would delete it. I'm not even, I didn't know about backing stuff up or anything. I just delete it. Mm. <laughs> and then I'd have to start all over again at some point. <laughs> <clears throat> so um, I started really getting into writing my autobiography um, mm -hmm. about eight, eight or nine years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, when I was taking care of my mom and she was in the nursing home. And mm -hmm. um, I was also teaching psychic development and mediumship at the time. Mm -hmm. And I just kept hearing, you know, when, you know, when you pray, you're asking, when you meditate, you're getting your answers. Right. So when I was okay, meditating, I like, that. I, just, I like that saying, that's how it works. And I just kept hearing, you got to write the book. You got to write the book. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm writing the book. And they're like, mm -hmm. no, not that book. I'm like, we mean not that book. Mm -hmm. They wanted me to write a book about what I was teaching for the mediumship and psychic development so that my students would have something to take home. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm like, listen, if you want me to write that book, you're going to have to help me because I'm already writing this book. I'm taking care of my mom. I'm working. I'm, you know, so they, I, I literally called on the highest guide from the other side and mm -hmm. I wrote and published my first book in six weeks. And oh, that's wow. a night on the other side. And it's everything mm -hmm. that I used to teach in mediumship and psychic development for people. Um, and then I finished writing my autobiography. And the mm -hmm. reason that I wrote that was because all the people that are, oh, poor me, poor me, or you don't know what I've been through. Guess what? There's not much in my life that I haven't been through. So mm -hmm. you can't pull the poor me card with me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And it's the old, you know, you got to walk a mile in somebody's shoes to understand what they've been through. And that's why I can help the people that I can help because I can relate to them. I've been through mm -hmm. it. And then I wrote um, this book, All's Fair mm -hmm. in Love and Karma, mm -hmm. based on the online program, which is the Relationship Mastery Program. Because mm -hmm. as I was doing that, I only work with one person in the relationship because it only takes one person to make or break anything. For every mm -hmm. action, there's an equal or greater reaction. And the results were incredible. But I did learn that everyone going through that program was learning the same five lessons. And that's mm -hmm. where these soul lessons come from. Mm -hmm. We're all in it for these five lessons to advance mm -hmm. our soul. Yeah, and then I came out with the um, the the card of the Magi, the Destiny card journal, because um, mm -hmm. I read those cards. People don't realize our regular deck of playing cards; those are really ancient cards. That's what our mm -hmm. calendar is based on. So mm -hmm. years ago, they're called the cards of the Magi. 
the mm -hmm. Magi, which were the advisors to the rulers thousands of years ago, and they would read those cards, their mm -hmm. um, numerology and astrology combined. So the Gregorian calendar that we use in this mm -hmm. country is based on your deck of playing cards. Mm. The book to read them had been held by the Knights Templar for thousands of years, and it fell into the Catholic Church hands in the late 1700s. Mm -hmm. They didn't want people to understand how to read them, so they made parlor games. So mm -hmm. there's 52 weeks in the year, there's 52 cards in the deck. Mm -hmm. If you add them up numerically, they come to 364. Your joker has a numeric uh, value of one and a quarter. So you have your 365 days of the year and your leap year. Mm -hmm. You have 13 moon cycles, you have 13 court cards, you have 12 cards in each suit, you have 12 months in each year. Mm. You, your life breaks down into, um, so you have the red and the black signify the day and the night, you have four seasons, you have four suits. Mm. Your life's break down into 13 year cycles, seven year cycles, seven week cycles, seven day cycles, and yearly cycles. We're ruled by seven planets, the sun and the moon. And mm -hmm. when you're born, just like you're born a Gemini or whatever, mm -hmm. you're born um, with a birth card, a planetary ruling card, and mm -hmm. a decante ruler, which is just another card that affects a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And I've studied them for years, and they're extremely accurate because it's numerology mm -hmm. and astrology combined. Mm -hmm. So... Um, I did the destiny mm -hmm. card journal for people and they can mm -hmm. look up their birthday and learn a little bit about themselves and, but mm -hmm. basically like to write their intentions in it because mm -hmm. you need to set intentions and ask the universe if you want things to start coming into your life. You know what? I have been doing that more and it has been coming into my life. It will. And, yeah. um, I love that. But I'm also, I'm a, um, so I've been podcasting since 2016 and it started off with just helping out independent artists get their music out there for the platform. Then it reached to business people, right? Because I'm a business person, business minded. But over the years, I have started to really push the platform and have a variety of different folks come on and talk about just different topics and um, I guess categories of topics and things of nature. And what I'm starting to come to the conclusion, what I feel like is like someone with your knowledge base, right? I would imagine that you would want this information out there, not you, but like the mass, right? So people could be more educated, but it seems like, it seems like society and whoever are pulling the strings and running society <laughs> is more about keeping people in a certain order and not wanting people to be like free thinkers. And... Okay, so let's go back to the cards of the Magi. The Magi uh -huh. were the advisors to the rulers thousands of years ago, right? Mm -hmm. They had mm -hmm. all the knowledge. They were able to predict the future, tell them when to go to war, tell them when to plant the crops, when the rain would come, all those types of things. Mm -hmm. Well, when someone can do more than they can do, they start to fear them. Mm. And then back in the day, everyone was, it was very normal for people to develop their psychic ability. You know, mm -hmm. you'd have dad be out in the farm, work in the field all day. If there was an emergency at home, you know, he would feel that energy and, you know, mm -hmm. and come running back to the house. It was mm -hmm. normal. But again, the more people that are doing it, the more of a threat it is to the powers mm -hmm. that be. So just the way um, money is energy and it teaches balance. Mm -hmm. 
using money for the wrong purposes, for ego, doing anything for the wrong purpose, for your ego, right, is mm -hmm. the wrong reason. Mm -hmm. And the people in power, basically, we are in a war in this world, which is good and evil. And it's mm -hmm. always been going on, but it's coming to a head because the universe and the world is out of balance right now. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to call them God. You can call them source energy, Yahweh, Krishna, Buddha, whatever you want to call it. When you get to the other side, there's only one. Okay. Mm -hmm. But God will give you everything you've asked for in your life. Mm -hmm. absolutely no matter what it is god will bring it to you this mm -hmm. is where patients come in it may not be instantaneous but it will come i promise mm -hmm. but the devil sits on your shoulder and says i can give you the same thing and i can give it to you now mm -hmm. okay so the powers that be are doing what they're doing for the wrong reasons mm -hmm. and they have the opposite of love is not hate it's fear mm. and they want to create fear in people because mm -hmm. when you cannot have fear and love at the same time you mm. can't you can't do those two things at the same time so if you're not living your life in love you're living it in fear mm. and your brain that's your brain the computer in your head that's its job is to protect you how does it do it it does it by creating fear mm -hmm. so people are making their decisions from their computer head in fear and this is what they want this is how they control you if you learn how to tap into your soul, which is pure energy, mm -hmm. and make the decisions from your soul, mm -hmm. that's a knowing. That's mm -hmm. knowing that this is what you're supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. And you don't question it when it's mm -hmm. coming from your soul. You just do it. Mm -hmm. And it works out the way it's supposed to 100% of the time. That's the difference. Yeah, because like I, I can testify to that because I've been going through a transition, going through a uh, separation and stuff. And... I felt it in my soul to go and do what I feel like I'm put here to do. And like, even going through like my hardships and stuff like that, my soul was telling me to like, I like to create, right. I'm a content creator and I like, you know what I'm saying? Making people laugh and stuff like that. So I have a whole nother like character and stuff where I use it and to help promote my business and stuff. But Steph is telling me, like, go and create the content, go and create the content. Woke up at five o'clock in the morning just so I can get out of the bed to leave to go shoot a skit. It's great, isn't it? Because yeah. it brings you joy. And anything that you do that brings you joy elevates mm -hmm. your frequency. It elevates your um, your level, your energetic frequency. Exactly. And I, I just love it. And I've been, like, listening to my soul more and more and the it's more i keep about... listening to it the better i keep doing so i know i'm on the right path you I know it's interesting it. everybody mm -hmm. can look back and see the breadcrumbs right and how everything mm -hmm. you've done has taken you to here and to the next place and to the next mm -hmm. place and to the next place and brought you to where you are because we're always right where we're supposed to be but mm -hmm. if you really want to get where you're supposed to be going this is where you listen to your soul and you'll get everything you want and everywhere you want to go and it will mm -hmm. be easy very easy it won't be you won't be fighting to get there it'll just mm -hmm. come to you we're magnets. You're always attracting or repelling. Mm -hmm. You want to raise that vibration. Mm -hmm. You want to get in touch with your soul. That raises mm -hmm. your vibration. And you want to mm -hmm. just bring have the universe bring it all to you. That's how it works. I could tell you story after story yeah. that would blow your mind, literally. <laughs> I love it. I just I'm just really, you know, soaking this in and loving this. Um, I was able to read a couple, uh, I was able to skim through the book. I'm gonna have to go back and read it uh, line for line though. But one thing that I did pick up on was where he said money does not change the way 
You live your life. It just allows you to live it in a larger lifestyle. Exactly. So how many lottery winners um, are broke in a year or two? Um, Mm-hmm. you know, if you're a drug addict, you're just going to buy more drugs with it. If you're an Mm-hmm. alcoholic, you're just going to drink more of it. Um, it doesn't change. It's energy. It doesn't change you because it hasn't elevated your energy. It hasn't, you know, it hasn't brought you up anywhere. It's just, it has no value to you. There's no even exchange there if you want it. You didn't work for it. So it doesn't change it. It's all it does. There's very few that have done anything. My dad used to be the number one lottery dealer in the state of Massachusetts. And I can't tell you how many people I saw win million, multi-million dollar jackpots dead in a year. <laughs> Didn't change their life. Didn't change their situations. It just, you know, if they were already stepping out on their wife, now they were doing it more frequently with more women. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I tell people that money doesn't do anything; it just amplifies what's already Yeah. <laughs> yeah. there. Exactly. So if you have a, you know, if you have ill intentions, it will amplify that. If you have good intentions, it will amplify that, and you can do more for Exactly. the people that you want to do for. <clears throat> and the So, old joke is, oh, you're a medium, you're a psychic. How come you can't give yourself the lottery number? Well, because if I'm not supposed to get my money that way, it's not going to work that way. They're never going to give you information you're not supposed to have, number Mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. And Mm-hmm. a great example of that was with my first husband. He had been cheating on me for three years. Had I known that, I would have never had my third son with him. As soon as he was born, it's like they lifted the veil and it hit me overnight. I'm like, oh, my God, I think he's cheating on me <laughs> out of nowhere. It's like, you're only supposed to know what you're supposed to know when you know it. They can't give you information to change your path. Yeah, exactly. Because like you said, you're supposed to have your third son. Exactly. So, They yeah, can't I definitely. give you information to change Uh-huh. your path. If I'm not supposed to win the lottery, they're not going to give me the number. If I'm supposed Mm-hmm. to win it, damn it, I'll get it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I love that. So how did you get into the missing cases then? And uh, are you working with organizations or? No, it's just people coming to me. Um, people would come to me. Some people, they're already working with police departments or things, and the family would hire me or come to me. Um, Mm-hmm. for the most part, I don't charge someone. If, if that's the situation, they're already spending enough money trying to hunt down a loved one. Um, that's pretty much how it works. Um, and, you know, I hadn't done any in quite a while, and I had a call. Someone booked a, uh, an appointment with me, I don't know, probably a few weeks ago as a result of one of the podcasts. And I located two people for them in less than 30 minutes, which was really good. <laughs> Unfortunately, Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm one is not still alive, but mm -hmm. yeah, they they don't have to go crazy looking. Exactly. Wow. So um If, if there's a, any misconception out there about mediums and stuff, uh, what is it in, what would you like to change about, I guess, the industry, if you could? You know, um, it's interesting because when I first started doing it and was going to events and things, people would come over to me and warn me, stay away from this one, stay away from that one. They don't they don't really have any abilities. They just, you know, I'm like, why would anybody fake that they have? Oh, they do it for the money. I'm like, you're not making millions. I don't get it. But I don't know if it's fame or fortune. What the, I have no idea. Um, but I can feel people's energy. So I know because I can feel the daggers in my back <laughs> Mhm. Mm mhm. as I'm doing what I'm doing. So it's like anything in life. There's good lawyers. There's lawyers that work for nefarious reasons. There's good doctors. Mm mhm. And, you know, the guy that graduated the last in his class is still called a doctor, right? Exactly. <laughs> There's good and bad in everything. And there are people that are specifically trained to take advantage of us. That's reality. Mhm. Mm
And those are psychics that, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of them, where they call them gypsies, right? Maybe they work Mm -hmm. for the circus or, you know, those types of things. And yeah, I mean, I've gone to them myself when I was younger and, you know, interested in looking and, oh, yeah, if you want to bring me 5,000, I'm like, yeah, no, I'm all set. As soon as that comes out, you <laughs> out of your mouth. Um, but keep in mind that if someone is not doing it, for the mm -hmm. right reason if they're doing mm -hmm. it for nefarious reasons they will not be a medium they will only mm -hmm. be a psychic because in order to be a medium and work with the angels and the souls on the other side they won't work with mm -hmm. you if you're not doing it for the right reason mm -hmm. so i would recommend people go see a medium yeah so uh explain to us what really is a midlife crisis because you know we get those things where you know oh, if he, a man goes out here and first of all i think the term midlife crisis is like if you look at the average expected age is like 70 what 70 it keeps 30, changing 75 something like that yeah. or whatever it so keeps technically changing. <laughs> if it was yeah. 70 I'd like 35 would be midlife crisis well midlife. quite honestly 52 <laughs> is the critical year most people if they're going to go they go at 52 and if you okay. look at how many celebrities have died or committed suicide or whatever 52 is the critical year and it just mm -hmm. happens to be when you break your year down 13 year cycles it's the fourth 13 year cycle and it happens to be in saturn so mm. that's your critical year mm -hmm. um so basically the midlife crisis is just the time that you've written into your life plan to start asking why you're here mm -hmm. what's your purpose what's the path that you're supposed to be on mm -hmm. and you know everybody has a different path and everyone came back here for um a lot of the same reasons, but for different reasons. So I mm -hmm. used to think that everybody had a higher purpose, right? Oh, you're here. You must have a higher purpose. Mm -hmm. And I learned that that's not the case. Some people mm -hmm. come back here and they marry once and they stay mm -hmm. with the same person their whole life. They get one job working nine to five, might be in a mm -hmm. factory and they're happy with it. And they do that for their entire life. Mm -hmm. And they've never really had an up or down or a hardship or anything. They've just gone out and had a very even keel, low level life with nothing major happening. But even those people, something happens. They've written mm -hmm. something into their life to trigger it because they've skated along enough and they know they came down here for certain things. And mm -hmm. then they start to question, why mm -hmm. am I here? That's their midlife crisis. Mm -hmm. Even those people have it. And it's, you know, am I supposed to be doing something differently? Am I supposed mm -hmm. to be helping someone somewhere? Am I, what am I mm -hmm. supposed to be doing? Why am I here? Mm -hmm. You know, we come here as a mini vacation because on the other side, you don't have, you know, when you're a soul, you don't have a body. You mm -hmm. can't taste, you can't smell, you can't have sex. So we come back down to do those things and have fun. Every little mm -hmm. child knows you're here to have fun. Mm -hmm. But, you know, as adults, we stop trusting. We stop trusting that there's a higher power. We stop trusting that, you know, all our wants and needs will be taken care of if we ask. And mm -hmm. they will be. Even if you're mm -hmm. a beggar on the street and you want a bed to sleep in and a, and a, and a meal, all you have to do is ask and go there. Mm -hmm. You know, the universe will supply anything that you ask for and it will never let you live in lack. You just have to know that and trust it. Mm -hmm. um, so that's what the midlife crisis is. It's just that time that we wrote in our life to really ask, mm -hmm. you know, before we get any older and we don't have the time to do it, why am I here? Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just sitting there, you know, I'm processing all this information. It's, it's uh, fascinating. Um, so do you like set goals or anything for yourself? Always. So I set intentions, which mm -hmm. I recommend to all of mm -hmm. my students and all of my mm -hmm. followers. Mm -hmm. um, so 
every full moon, every new moon, I write mm -hmm. down the 10 things that I would like the universe to help me with. Okay. And on a full moon, I write them down again on a separate piece of paper and I take them out and fold them in a triangle. And I mm -hmm. ask the angels and all my guides and loved ones on the other side to help me achieve these things. And then I mm -hmm. burn it. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I mean, they've done everything on my lists over and over. I have to keep on thinking for new things to put on my lists. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. Can, uh, can people see their own aura? Um, I don't know. Maybe you can in a mirror. That's possible. Hmm. It's possible I mean, uh, mirror, Okay, Maybe. so do, do the aura colors signify certain things? <clears throat> they do. They have to do with different things. They have to do with um, your mood mm -hmm. more than anything mm -hmm. um, and how advanced your soul is. For the other mm -hmm. part, I mean, sometimes, you know, sometimes people might see purple, which is the color of protection, um, mm -hmm. which for whatever reason, your higher self is probably protecting you more at that point in time. Mm -hmm. um, there are, you know, gold and, and white are usually more advanced souls mm -hmm. uh, for those colors. I've seen people with green, green auras. Mm -hmm. um, those green and blue seem to be more calming. Um mm -hmm people more calm people yeah um, i've been told yeah. i've had i've had blue aura yeah so you're probably a pretty calm person yeah your, yeah. your demeanor for the most part yeah, yeah, yeah for the most part i'm very calm cool relaxed yeah. Uh, yeah. like to have fun that's... and enjoy life yeah but that's what i <laughs> what i found you know for the colors mm -hmm. so have you uh how do people receive your information when you tell them like what you do for a living and stuff are they more of a skeptic or do they give you the opportunity um or do they present themselves as an opportunity to have an open mind it, it depends on the person everybody's different um mm -hmm. it can be a little challenging if you're dating <laughs> <laughs> um you know when people get freaked out can you read my mind i'm like of course i can read your mind <laughs> <laughs> love it um so yeah i mean i i um I run across all kinds of things. I, I run across religious zealots who think I work for the devil and how do I know who I'm talking with? And I'm like, well, how do you know who you're talking with? At least I can see them and read their energy. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. You know, I mean, everybody's on their own path here. Everybody has their own, you know, progression mm -hmm. of what their soul is. And I just, you know, mm -hmm. what anybody else thinks of me is really none of my business. Mm -hmm. No, I, I know who I am. I know what mm -hmm. I do. I am very mm -hmm. proud of who I am. And I'm very grateful that I've been given the opportunity to help as many people as I can. Mm -hmm. I love it. But June, anybody who wants to get in contact with you, um, have some coaching sessions, check out the books, things of that nature, what would you like them to be directed to? Um, I am on all social media except for TikTok, but they can go to my website, juneedward.com. There's no S, juneedward.com. There are links to all of my books there. There are plenty of videos that they can watch, videos from my students, videos from podcasts like this. There is a free webinar they can enroll in and they can learn a little bit about energy and see how that connects to them and see if they're interested in the Relationship Mastery Program. Um, it's not just, you know, every relationship, you have many relationships in your life. We're having a relationship right here as me mm -hmm. talking to you. Um, so it helps every relationship in your life. I've had business mm -hmm. people that have taken it just because they want to improve their business. Mm -hmm. And again, the effects are absolutely amazing when you start understanding how the energy works and you start attracting mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. you. 
Um, and then you can also um, learn how to teach other people um, mm -hmm. what it is that you learn so that mm -hmm. you, know, you improve their lives, they improve your life. That's what it all, it's all about, helping mm -hmm. each other. The more you help, the more you get. The more you give, the more you get. Yeah, I, I definitely have uh, been living by that um here recently and i can attest that it does i love it and i, I, don't, I don't do it in the regard of knowing that i'm going to get i do it in regard because i really love to help yeah that's what it's it, all about it, we're here to help each other you know no one's an island no one got where they are by themselves exactly. and one of the reasons other than learning our lessons we came here to help each other and people forget mm -hmm. that People forget mm -hmm. that. Yes, they do. They do. You know, they hide behind their little TV, their screen, and uh, you know, social media, and they mean to mm -hmm. each other because nobody knows who I am. And mm -hmm. there's no reason for that. It costs nothing to be kind. Mm -hmm. You know, it really exactly. doesn't. It really does it. So y'all make sure y'all go and y'all check out the website, juneedward.com. Go and buy some copies of the books. Tell your friends, family, everybody, coworkers, and peers. June, thank you for taking your time out today to be able to uh, tell your story and I've, I've been feeling the love and the energy. Um, my heart is filled uh, right now from this interview. So thank you for that. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. Y'all make sure y'all go out and y'all support. And as always, y'all can follow Bank Dad Radio Show on all social media platforms. Mm -hmm.